Hello and welcome to the Golden Wheel Tavern. Surprisingly, nothing happened today. I mean, nothing happened. A bunch of clerics walked around with anti-magic fields active all day. They might have anti-magic fields, but that won't stop us from talking about the one thing we didn't cover while going over the steps to becoming an adventurer. What's magic, and what spell slots do you have? Don't worry. We'll do a short rundown on your spells and how to select them, and how exactly spells work between classes. Later, we'll do a deep dive into casting, but for now, we just want to clean up some basics. Magic in the world of D&D actually varies a lot. We won't cover how magic is made for now, since it's a subject worthy of its own entire chat. Right now, all you need to know is that casting magic is a taxing feat, so you only get a limited amount of energy and spells. A lot of this information will be in chapter 10 of the PHB, and also in the description of spell casting from your class. As for what we'll cover for now, we'll quickly cover spell slots, spell levels, cantrips, spells known, spells prepared, and a quick rundown on spell attack bonus and spell save DC. That might sound like a lot to cover, but it's just the basics. Spell slots are the fuel you use for your spells. The spell level is the size of the spell. Larger spells require more fuel. As you level up as a spellcaster, you will receive slots to use your spells of different levels. Since larger spells require a certain amount of fuel, you cannot use a spell slot of a lower level than that of the spell you're trying to cast. But, you can use a slot of a higher level to cast a spell. Essentially, the spell grows to match the level of the slot, consuming the entire slot no matter the level. In fact, a lot of spells have increased effects based on what slot you cast them with above their initial level. For example, most damaging spells deal extra damage at higher levels. As a level 1 character, you won't have to worry about the finer points of that for now. You just need to keep track of the spells you have and the few level 1 slots you have. For most classes, your spell slots are limited for the entire day. Like many abilities, they regenerate after a long rest. The main exception to this is warlocks who regain all their spell slots on a short rest, but we'll cover the specifics of the warlocks casting at a later point. The spells you have available to you vary based on your class. There are three different ways to have spells available to you. Your class features description explains which one you'll use, but we'll do a quick rundown. Some classes only have spells known, and some classes have a list of prepared spells, but they select from their full list, and then there's a combination of the two. Some casters, such as sorcerers or bards, only have spells under the category of spells known. These are spells that, as you level, you learn. They remain on your list, available to be cast by you at any point, as long as you have the slot available. Your class will have a table telling you how many spells you know. The spells you choose to know are permanent and cannot be changed out, except when you level up. You can typically switch one spell out for another that you have a spell slot level for when you level up. The benefits of this is that you don't have to worry about having the right spells prepared, and you'll typically have a wider range of spells to learn from. 
but you lose a lot of flexibility in what spells you have from day to day. While some classes just have their spells memorized, some classes, such as clerics and paladins, have a more open way of managing their spells. Their classes have spells prepared rather than spells known. Spells prepared are spells you pick to have ready at the start of the day, giving you the option to pick from your class's entire list of possible spells, as long as you have slots of the same level as the spells you choose. Your class's description will tell you how to determine how many spells you can have prepared. At the start of each day, at the start of each day, after your long rest, you can spend a small amount of time and prepare your list of spells for the day that you have prepared. This provides a lot more flexibility in your spells from day to day, but you typically are more focused with what your spells can do overall. The meeting point of these two is the most archetypal caster, the wizard. A wizard has their spell book, a personal list of spells that they prepare their daily spells from. What makes this unique? is that prepared spellcasters typically have access to all spells in their class to choose from. A wizard only has the spells in their book, which gets added to as they level up, similar to spells known, but they prepare their spells from that list rather than knowing those spells. A wizard can add spells to their spellbook from scrolls or spellbooks they find, as long as they are a valid wizard spell. A wizard can add spells to their spellbook from scrolls or spellbooks they find as long as they are a valid wizard spell and they have the time and resources. A wizard has the most versatility in regards to spells when it comes to their list as a whole, but only has access to the spells in their book, so finding more can turn a wizard into the most versatile caster of them all. While the spell list and spells known is for spells that take your spell slots, not all spells take spell slots to cast. There are a set of spells called cantrips, also known as zero level spells. These are like the spells known type of spells, but across all caster classes, excluding paladin and ranger, rather than just some of them. Your class's table shows you how many cantrips you know at any given level. Once a cantrip has been learned, it can't be changed, except for artificers, who can swap cantrips in the same manner of spells known classes. They are cast without using a spell slot though. No fuel is used to cast these spells, allowing you to cast them over and over without having to worry about running out of spell slots. Cantrips are incredibly useful, but permanent, so make sure to pick them carefully. My personal recommendations is that you always take the guidance cantrip if you can, and also take one of the flavor cantrips as I call them, those being prestidigitation, thaumaturgy, and druidcraft. Don't forget to take a damaging cantrip as well, so even if you run out of spell slots, you can still deal damage as a caster. When you cast a spell affecting someone or something, there are two numbers you need to keep track of your spell attack bonus, and your spell save DC. These two numbers determine how likely your spell is to work on a particular target. Your spell attack bonus is determined by taking the relevant skill modifier, mentioned in your class's description of spell casting, and adding your proficiency bonus to it. 
This will be used whenever you are making an attack against something, meaning it's up to you to roll high to succeed. The spell save DC is determined by taking 8, adding your proficiency bonus, and adding your relevant modifier. This is used whenever a spell forces a creature to make a saving throw, putting it to them to roll high enough to pass. We'll go more into depth on the benefits of each of these numbers later when we cover combat. You should be all set up now for an adventure. Find a table, in person or online, to get started. This so far has been meant to help you understand and help you be prepared for D&D, but honestly, the best way to learn is by immersing yourself in the game. Surround yourself with people who know more than you in D&D and try to learn. As for the next time, we'll start getting into the most iconic D&D imagery. We'll start talking about rolling dice, when, where, why, and what they mean. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I ask you to rate us highly on whatever channel you're using to listen. If you want to follow this on Twitter, check out at the Tavern Keep and tweet about us using hashtag Tavern Keep. If you want to support this project, other than sharing it on social media, you can check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash the Tavern Keeps Guide. I'm Ryan, and this has been the Tavern Keeps Guide. Thank you. Make sure to tip the barmaids.